Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey. Not so much a post-game reaction as press conference reaction. My name is Bill Matz. I am your director of fun and games for the afternoon. Uh, we will, of course, be recording a uh, Broad Street Hockey radio tonight. It'll be live right here on our Facebook page at 9.30. But that's 9.30, and Chuck Fletcher just spoke, so I wanted to uh, talk to you guys. Just you know, gauge your reaction. Let's, let's see what's going here. Haxtall is fired. Carter Hart is here. Scott Gordon is the interim. Allegedly, there's been no communication with Joel Quenville. I believe that about not at all. Um, but yeah, you have to say that because he is still under contract. The NHL is a weird, weird place um, where a fired coach, you still need to seek permission uh, from a team that fired a coach uh, in order to hire him. It's uh, when they're under contract, that's just the way it goes. It's a weird place, but um, Fletcher saying, oh, I haven't spoke to him in over two years except for texting him right when he got fired. Okay, w- when your assistant calls his agent, I guess technically, yes, you haven't spoken to him, but something tells me there's been some sort of communication here. Um, won't surprise me if he doesn't want to work at all this year. I've said it since since Q got fired and the rumbling started that, oh, why don't we bring him in? He's getting paid six million bucks to sit on his ass. He probably wants to do that. I would, uh, you know, uh, but he definitely doesn't want to coach until after the holidays. So we'll just have to wait and see. I'm interested to see what Gordon can do. They're keeping the assistance for now. Um, we all saw the reports a few weeks ago when at first, oh, they're going to fire Hackstall and, uh, you know, they're going to bring up Gordon and, uh, what Knobloch and LaPerriere are going to go down to the AHL. Doesn't look like any of that's happening. Um, looks like Knobloch, uh, LaPerriere, and Rick Wilson, who they just hired, uh, will be sticking around at the NHL level. But I guess the big, big news Nolan Patrick, center and culture. No, uh, Carter Hart is here. Looks like he's going to get the start on Tuesday. I think Fletcher was really, uh, he was. Uh, really candid about probably not the best opportunity, probably not the best time to call up Carter Hart, but he's playing well, and we've tried everybody else. Gave uh, gave an update on Brian Elliott, and it doesn't look like Elliott will be back anytime soon. He said definitely not before January 1st, so we have at least the rest of this month. Uh, Alex Lyon hasn't been good. Anthony Stolarz, big surprise, goalie coming off a couple of knee surgeries, stardom, was it nine games in a row? And he's hurt. Wow. Shocker. Um, you know, Michael Neuvert is uh, made of glass, so that just is what it is. So Carter Hart is here. Uh, he is the he is going to, looks like, start on Tuesday. Anybody who bought tickets just to go and boo uh, looks like they got a hell of a deal because I'm going to guess StubHub prices are no longer uh, rock bottom as they were just last night uh, when everything looked like it might be not even true that they were firing Hackstall. I mean – Hackstall was always going to be fired. I just think the Quenville stuff was a little premature. Um, uh, it was – it just – it looked weird. It, everything was 
the timeline was very strange yesterday. Uh, it was, I love it. I love the chaos. I think this is hilarious, but, ah, oh, man, you do wish, like, uh, maybe things should be a little more sensical. And Rowdy agrees. <laughs> He's freaking out about something right now, probably UPS driver. Um, but here we are. So let's just get to it. Hackstall out. Gordon's the interim. Carter Hart is here. What do you people want to talk about? I am a glass case of emotion. Yes. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Coach Q? Not yet. Doesn't look like – he definitely doesn't want to coach before um, before January 1st, let's call it. Um, he, he wants the holidays with his family. He's been a head coach since, like, the mid-'90s. Uh, he's just – doing his thing right now. And like I said, he's getting paid regardless. He's still under contract. You need to you need to call Chicago and ask for permission just to talk to him. So, I mean, you know, there are always back channels, but officially you need to do that and you need to do it to be able to hire him. Uh, I don't think – if Q is the guy, I don't think it's before the end of this season. That would be – um, that would be my guess. Of course, it's all a guess at this point because this organization is goddamn hilarious. I love them. Godspeed work day. You had a good run. Yeah, well, you know, a believable GM. What a concept. And he was, uh, he said, I'm going to be as candid as possible uh, when talking about Brian Elliott. He said there are still things we don't know, but, well, you know, it's uh, – it is what it is, basically. He's hurt. Uh, we don't really know how badly, and we'll see. It was was his Brian Elliott update, which just really tickled me to death. Um, but who can't be excited about Carter Hart? You know, I've said this whole time. I feel like a hypocrite because I've said this whole time, not yet, not yet. That said, he's been playing well. Uh, his last go wasn't great. He let up four, but up until then, he'd been looking real, real good. I mean, every goalie's going to have a not great game. That's just what happens, you know? Um, but overall, he's been much more consistent, uh, in his last few weeks and let's just hope he's got that greatness in him. We talked about it, I believe on ice sport this week, I said, there are so many things that don't have clear answers. Um, the goalie situation is one of them, no matter what the flyers do, how they handle hearts, development, whatever, they can do everything right on their end. Homie just has to have greatness in him, and we're going to get a look. We're going to get our first look about Carter Hart. Um, you know, the the coach is a fixable problem, and to their credit, they fixed it finally. Uh, Fletcher, like he said, just got the job. He wanted a little bit of a sample size uh, before he made any decisions, but it's very clear. Um, he was, again, very open. He, you know, he's, he said the right things. Hackstall's a good coach. It is on the players. However, the message was not being received, and – there was a disconnect between what he saw Hack preaching and how he saw the players playing. And when that's the case, you make a change. So over my my this is first real impression of Fletcher because it's the first, you know, decision he's made. And I appreciated uh, how candid at least he seemed. Uh, he was straightforward with a lot of his answers. Overall, I thought the press conference was um uh, to have the news go on and break the way it did was weird, and it looked chaotic and a little unprofessional at points, sure, but 
once they made their decision and Fletcher gets in front of the camera, I have no issue with uh, with what he said or what went on there. Uh, I did. This is sad. I didn't like hack, but the way this has been handled, just terrible. Uh, to bring Harden into this mess is just crazy. What are you gonna do? They need a goalie. Uh, Hart is either good or he isn't. If this breaks him, he wasn't good enough. That's as far as the way it was handled. The news got leaked while they were on a cross country flight. Not a lot you can do about that. The news got leaked. We all wanted more info. Remember, we never hear anything from Hextall. Well, something got leaked. This is what happens when there are leaks. They were never going to announce it before practice today. This is the way it was going to go. The news just got leaked. I don't feel bad for Hextall at all. He got to live a dream job and be a coach in the NHL, something he wasn't good enough to do. He still gets his money, like I just said about Q, getting paid to sit on his ass. Hextall has another year on his contract. He can do whatever the hell he wants. He's getting paid. The child king cometh. Uh, it is – Carter Hart is such a concept. Like, franchise goaltender, Carter Hart. That's he, He's a concept. And then when you see the picture of him and go, oh, shit, this is a 20-year-old kid. It is like, man, I'm a 30-year-old man, and all my hopes and dreams rest on this 20-year-old I've never met shoulders. Who takes over Lehigh Valley now? Great question. I didn't hear it come up because, um, like I said, there was that rumor a few weeks ago that when Hack gets fired, it was going to be Gordon coming up as an interim and Knobloch going down to be a coach of the to be the head coach of the Phantoms with LaPerriere in tow. Fletcher just said that uh, his assistants are going to be staying put for now. So I, I don't know. I guess whoever the um, Whoever the assistants are, they're just going to bump somebody up down there. I'm not really sure of what the process is going to look like. Do you think Gordon was brought up to help Hart transition to the NHL? Um, Fletcher said that was just a coincidence because they're out of goalies. Like, they both need a coach and need a goalie, and these are the two guys left standing, basically. Um, but it can't possibly hurt. Uh, can hurt. Do I think that was the reason? No. I just think, like Fletcher said, we we fired our coach and needed a coach, and all of our goalies are hurt, so we need a goalie. Um, I do I, I do think it, that part was kind of a coincidence, but again, can hurt. Definitely can hurt. To be honest, I am not happy about Hart coming up so soon. It is what it is. They need him. He has to – Fletcher said he's a professional, he's in our organization, and we need him. So he has to come up and do his job like we'd expect anybody else to. This is what happens when uh, – I'm happy that the AHL is an actual feeder now. It's not – we're just not going to go, oh, yeah, we uh, picked up Cal Pickard off waivers. Like, oh, great, thanks. Like, I'm, I'm glad that they're using it as, a, as an actual feeder system. Um, is this an ideal situation for Carter Hart? No. But there are no ideal situations. There's just opportunity. Like Vince McMahon says, there are no guarantees, just opportunities. And here's number 79's opportunity. Uh, if you haven't read the story about why he's going to be wearing 79 with the Flyers, it's on Philly Voice. Uh, I believe it was Santa Liquido wrote it. I tweeted it out not long ago, so if you go to my feed, you can find it. Pretty cool story about why Carter Hart's keeping 79 If you want, if you're interested in that. Thoughts on Provorov's comments regarding a coaching change being a good thing? 
Yeah, I think what he said was like, uh, it's all, I, I just read it. I think I retweeted it even, but it was, I, I believe the exact comments were like, it's all on us, but a coaching change will help. Um, my thought is no shit. <laughs> like, obviously a coaching change will help. Hackstall's not good. When he, when Dave, the thing that bothered, other than his handling of the goalies, which was atrocious, it's just one of his real shortcomings. Like, he just runs goalies into the ground, and then when he gets hurt, the organization, the organization is left scrambling, as they were today with Anthony Stolarz on IR. Oh, yeah, we got to uh, call up this 20-year-old kid who no one thinks is ready yet. Uh, maybe he is. Maybe he shocks us. Um, the kid's had a sports psychologist since he was like 14 or 15. He is very much prepared to be a professional athlete. But uh, we'll see. You know, he might not just be physically ready yet. I have no idea. We are all going to find out together, and it's going to be a ride, man. It's it's Carter Hart. This is the this is the dude we've we've said is the franchise goalie since Hack since Hextall drafted him. So here we go. Um, opportunity of a lifetime for the kid. Win the job. Be great. Uh, let's all hope that Hart isn't our Maxine Olette, supposed to be savior in net. Uh, we end up being a career minor leaguer. Listen, that stuff happens. There are swings and misses. I will say two things. One, look at drafts now and look at drafts back then. Um, even in the last five, six years, there are so many – there are far fewer whiffs at the top of the draft. Um, they, they still happen, absolutely. I just think – there are way less Alexander Daigs than there were even a few years ago. Hart, second-round pick. Yeah, not exactly. You know, it's not a can't-miss Connor McDavid kind of guy. But he's the most decorated goaltending prospect ever. He's accomplished everything there is to accomplish by a goaltender at his level, at his age. Um, you know, goaltender of the year, CHL player of the year, WHL player of the year has a gold in World Juniors. He's done all there is to do. He just has to have greatness in him. Whether he does or he doesn't, I don't know. But I just can't believe this many people are wrong about him. It's not that the Flyers think Carter Hart is great. It's that everybody thought Carter Hart was great. The Flyers just happened to have three second-round picks and grabbed him with one of them. Uh, fell into their laps, wasn't even particularly a position of need when they drafted him just in terms of we had Stoley, we had Sandstrom. There were a number of guys in the organization, Merrick Madsen. Um, but as it turns out, they very much need him because he is hopefully great. And now the players are going to show up. The problems are just not with coaching. No, that I mean that's been that's been said the entire time that this is on the players. Chuck Fletcher just said it four or five times. Uh, this team, like the uh, he said the uh, the Calgary game was a perfect example of the this team just not playing the way it needs to. You play hard, you you you, you do what you have to do, and then suddenly you blow it, and that has to change the the dynamic of this team has to change. And I think there are going to be moves made that shake up the core of this team. They only have a couple days until the roster freeze. And it's, as we keep hearing, it's hard to make trades in this league. I always say, if you want an easy job, go work at McDonald's. But um, 
that's just what every GM says. It's hard to make trades. I think Fletcher really does want to do it. He seems interested. He's talked to every freaking team in the league by, if you believe the reports. Uh, I think there is more to come. But this was an easy fix. This was a problem that needed fixing. Dave Haxtall thinks bad players are good and good players are bad. Travis Sanheim scored two goals the other night and played 10 minutes. Andrew McDonald is atrocious and played 22. See, that's, that means the coach is bad. So, yeah, there are other problems, and they need to be addressed whenever you can get to them. But Dave Haxtell was a problem, and fixing it was really simple. They did it today. When does the holiday trade freeze start? I just looked this up last night. I think it's the 19th. Uh, what's today, the 17th? Yeah, I'm fairly certain that it's the, uh, that it's the 19th. I'll just look that up right now. Um, while I'm doing that, I saw someone asking, uh, NHL 2018. um, I saw someone asking if Sandstrom's going to get called over from Sweden. I don't think that's an option. Uh, where are we here? The 19th is the roster freeze. If you didn't hear that, it was Ava contributing from outside the tent. Thank you, dear. Until 11.59 p.m. local time on Wednesday, December 9th. If Q gets hired, are we shaving beards in the Delaware Valley for mustaches? I'm ahead of the game, fam. Catch up with me. Hart probably isn't ready, but I wasn't keen on trading something of value for a middling guy. Yeah, that's another thing. If they were just dead set on going and getting a goalie, hopefully this... Hopefully this is at least a stopgap until Elliot. I, yeah, I just want Carter Hart to be great and take this job. That's all I'm thinking about at this point. Uh, but it was going to be, it it was going to be a a real eye roll move to um to go out and trade for somebody who at the end of the day probably wasn't going to be that good. Yeah, it would be nice to go out and get a Corey Crawford if he's healthy. It would be cool to if you'd made the Grubauer trade or something like that but it it just I don't think it was worth it especially for this year I kind of think you just got to get through this year um if the team turns it around and the players start playing and they're fighting for a playoff spot that's that's one thing but to go out and make to make short-term moves for a year where it just might not be theirs and you could probably use the infusion of talent that a high draft pick would bring you, write this one off and, and, and hope to figure it out this offseason. But maybe this move will spark the team into doing it themselves and you don't have to go out and buy somebody, and that would be really cool. Uh, Bill, have you heard about the reason uh, Hardware 79? Yeah, this I just tweeted the story. I told everyone to go check it out. Um, there's been so much smoke about Q. It's hard to believe that they didn't contact or discuss him at all. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, Dave Scott said um, the day they fired Hextall that Q's name came up as soon as he got fired in Chicago. I uh, Fletcher's going to say he personally hasn't reached out to Q personally because you're not allowed to do that without permission from Chicago. But there has been at least some sort of even if it's just to find out, hey, do you want this job right now? 
hey, should we revisit after the holidays? Should we wait? There's been some, they have some indication on whether Quenville is interested in the job and what his personal timeline looks like. I can't possibly believe there's been none. Does Hart get the biggest pop tomorrow when starting lineups are announced? I think without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, he's the he's the guy we've been waiting for. Hey, Bill, do you think Gordon will suggest Myers or Frieden versus Andrew McDonald? I don't see how he can't. Um, if I'm a new coach, and as Fletcher just said, Scott Gordon is a candidate for this job. He's an interim right now, and he doesn't know how long he'll be wearing that interim tag because he doesn't know how long it's going to find to identify what this team needs and what coach has it. But this is going to be a lengthy interview process for Gordon. I don't believe he's going to get the job ultimately, but Rowdy, what are you doing? Now, I don't believe he's going to get the job ultimately, but if I'm Scott Gordon and I'm looking at what Dave Hackstall just got fired for, the same way we said, look at what Hextall just got fired for. If I'm Fletcher, I'm going to do the opposite. Uh, if I'm Scott Gordon and I'm looking at Dave Hackstall's tenure here, I am going to do the opposite. I'm going to go the other way every way I can. Uh, I know you don't want to do things just to pacify a fan base, but it's not just about pacifying a fan base when you're talking about bringing a kid who can skate up in Myers or Friedman and taking out a guy who's not good like Andrew McDonald. It's also about making the team better. Um maybe not as reliable, maybe not as consistent, but the ability to make good plays is there where it is not with McDonald's. So, yeah, I absolutely think that that will be a conversation at some point. Right away, Gordon might just want to, okay, I need to get a practice under my belt and figure out what I'm doing because I've been focusing on coaching the Phantoms this whole time, and now all of a sudden I have an entirely different team. Uh, so I, maybe not right away. But I have to believe that'll be a discussion because, Jesus, why wouldn't it be? Well, they can't call up Moran yet. He is up. He's just hurt. Uh, he can't play yet. Timetable, last I heard, is still uh, still like at least a month away. Maybe he'll be joining the team in February. I think what's going to happen is around the trade deadline, he gets a uh, conditioning stint in the AHL gets a couple games under his belt, and then he's up here, and he's either playing or whatever. But I, I, I think Moran's going to be here. Just a question of being healthy. Potential trades, Bill, who do you think will stay and who will go veteran-wise? Um, I mean, Simmons is the first one. Uh, there were reports that Fletcher went on this, uh, went on this trip out west, to, uh, and one of the things he was going to do was reopen talks with Wayne Simmons, didn't hear any updates on that. I got to believe yeah, Simmons has a 10 or a 12 team, no trade list. I uh, got to believe that there was at least some discussion as to what kind of situation he'd be willing to waive his no trade for or what teams are on it or everything. Uh, I don't know inside information on that. Just a general gut feeling about if he's out there to reopen negotiations, he's probably also going to say, hey, if this doesn't work out and things go a certain way. But I think everyone's kind of interviewing for their jobs right now. Um, I don't think Giroux or Couturier are going anywhere. 
in terms of veterans. But other than them, I think everything's on the table. I seriously doubt they're going to part with much young talent unless they're getting a real, unless they're getting a real difference maker back. Like if one of these, um, one of these St. Louis trades uh, that have been speculated on uh, comes to be like a Tarasenko or Pareko, then I think we could be parting with some young talent. But other than that, I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening. But uh, veterans who don't have trade protections, namely, you know. Simmons, who has the limited no trade, but he can be moved. Voracek, whose contract is big, but he's got no protections. Um, I think guys like that are definitely on the table right now. These kids are more pro-ready than previous generations. That's definitely true. Um, Just with the way guys are conditioned from a young age, the way juniors' teams are run, uh, you look at like the U.S. development program and just what goes on up in Canada – um, you know, most of these prospects play pro if they're European. They're playing in pro leagues over there. Um, kids are more ready, and we're seeing that. Guys come into the league now. It's there, there's it's not the adjustment period it used to be. Uh, for a lot of guys, for some guys, there is. Look at Nolan Patrick. He is very much still adjusting. Um, and it looks like he's going to be in between. Uh, Giroux and Konechny, so this might be a good way to get, you know, the 2017 number two overall pick going, just because uh, they need something out of them. That was one of those things I talked about with, I believe, Charlie and, and Kelly. I, I, I don't even remember who was on Ice Sport last week, honestly. It's been such a long week for us. But uh, we, we discussed it, and Nolan Patrick is one of those problems without an easy fix. He just has to be better. There's not, He's the number two overall pick. You got to stick with him. You got to see, you got to just keep putting him in position to succeed, but he has to do it, you know? And I guess this is, if he can't do it in between Giroux and Konechny, they have some problems. Uh, Again, I don't think it's, I still think he's going to end up being like a really good number two center in this league. Um, He might not get there for a few years though. And that's kind of the concern because he's in the lineup. Hard isn't ready. They're going to ruin this kid. I don't think you can ruin someone who's good enough. He's either good enough or he isn't. If he comes up and sucks, you send him back down and he gets another chance. You either have it or you don't at the end of the day. If if his confidence isn't good enough to deal with taking a beating, he wasn't going to make it because everyone takes a beating in the NHL, no matter how good you are. All right. Uh, don't want to go too much longer. Don't want to spoil too much of the show for later tonight. Just wanted to get, uh, just wanted to get out on here, get some of your comments, get some of you people uh, stirred up, get it, get it going here. But we will be live again at nine thirty, right here on the Facebook. It'll be on the podcast feed. Our typical Monday night show uh, with a lot going on in Flyers Land. But let's just get through a few more here. Um, Dave Isaac called the hack firing and also said Q said. Uh, he wanted the job. He hasn't walked back on the second and was right on the first. Your thoughts? We'll see. Uh, I, I I don't know. I think Q is the number one candidate for this job. But I don't know what his personal timeline is. Is he waiting for after the holidays? Is he waiting for after the trade deadline? Does he want the whole year to just chill? And, hey, man, he's sitting there taking shots uh tailgating bears games the bears are pretty good maybe he wants to hang out just uh just do that for at least until the super bowl or what the hell ever you know like 
I, I don't know what Q's personal timeline is, but there is so much smoke about it. It's just an obvious thing, and he's a great coach. He's got three cups. And I would love to see what her offense looks like with this guy. I really think what he would implement uh, would be very interesting. All right. Um... There's a difference between a goalie taking a beating after seasoning than as a young kid. He either has it or he doesn't. There is you either ha, you either are confident in your abilities, or you're not. He'll figure it out. This has nothing to do with his long-term development. I don't love it. I, I don't think it's the ideal situation. But nobody gets put in ideal situations. Nobody is anyone. It's like when you have a kid that you, you're not ready to have a kid until you have a freaking kid. We don't know if Carter Hart's NHL ready yet. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. We're going to find out. Uh, can we get Dave Isaac at 930? We have Steph Driver, who broke this story, fam. She had it before anyone else. She she was right there on it, so we don't need Dave Isaac. I love Dave. Big fan of Dave's work. He's one of the few beat writers who's, like, good. Um but we have our crew. We have we have Charlie, we have Steph, we have Kelly, and I think I'm not bad either. I think he'll be okay now that Hack is gone. Hack would have played him until he flatlined on the ice. Or he would have pulled him after one goal and never and just let him sit the bench for Alex Lyon to get lit up or something the whole time. He's just not good at handling goalies. And if you're gonna call him up, couldn't have been with Hack. No matter what, it was just gonna be bad. So I think Hackstall being gone bodes well for Carter Hart. By that logic, Bill, every team should call up their goalies at 1920. If they absolutely have to, and if they have a guy who's a potential franchise guy, go for it. Um, you know, it's about physical maturation as much as anything. He, he Maybe he's ready, maybe he's not. Carter Hart's supposed to be great. If you have a prospect who's supposed to be great, yeah, go for it. Again, not the ideal situation. If they weren't in a situation where they have like four goalie injuries, you wouldn't do it. But they are, and he's part of the team. He's not some special case here who's, who's, who's who doesn't – no, he he gets to come up like everybody else. Like, I, this is what it is. This is, this is professional sports. You get your number called when it's time, and – Apparently, it's time because they have nobody else. What do you want to do? Play six guys, no one in net? All right, everybody. We're over a half an hour, and I said I wouldn't do more than half an hour uh, just to – Rowdy, you know what I'm doing, bro. Come on. Uh, thanks for hanging out. We'll be back. Uh, the whole crew will be live in studio at 9.30. Rowdy, just come on. We'll be live in studio at 9.30. It'll be up on our podcast feed. This will be up on the podcast feed shortly. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for talking with me today. Have a great week, everybody. Hey, guys, this is John Stolnes from The Good Fight and the Phillies podcast, Hitting Season. Man, the 2018 season was... 
Well, it was interesting anyway, and the upcoming offseason looks to be even more interesting. So if you want to stay up to date on all things Phillies this offseason, subscribe to the Good Fight podcast feed and get my podcast, Hit and Season, where I talk to Phillies beat writers, broadcasters, and fellow Good Fight bloggers, as well as national baseball writers, and the occasional interview with Matt Klintak and Gabe Kapler. Also, you'll get continued success, a Phil's podcast hosted by Justin Clue and Liz Rocher covering all things Phillies, and The Dirty Inning, a hilarious podcast hosted by Justin and Trevor Strunk looking at the very worst innings in Phillies history. And you'll get bonus podcasts every time big news is made with the team. Seriously, if you want to stay up to date on everything revolving around your favorite baseball team as they return to contention, make sure you are subscribed to the Good Fight podcast feed.